Welcome to the Awake, Create, Inspire podcast, the inspiration you need to feel body confident from the inside out. If this is your first time here, welcome and thank you for listening. The Awake, Create, Inspire podcast is your guide to help you achieve your ideal body. If you like today's episode and want exclusive content, sign up to Aaron's VIP newsletter at AaronOsman.com and connect on Instagram at AaronNOsman. Now, here is your host, Aaron Osman. Today, we're talking about muscle, how to grow strong, lean, sculpted muscle. During my time as a personal trainer, I've seen a variety of different ways that people are working out in the gym, trying to build their body. I've seen some dangerous ways, some very interesting ways, and no doubt some very weird ways of uh, trying to exercise and build muscle in the hope that they're going to turn into yeah uh, turn their body into a nice physique and I see people month after month and almost year after year looking exactly the same and they're moving a lot of weight they're you know they're in the gym every day and they're not seen to be focused on the principles that are behind muscle growth and building solid muscle. So today I wanted to share with you my five principles that help me build solid muscle. And you can use this no matter whether you're brand new, whether you've been uh, at this for a while, or looking to even tighten up some of the, uh, you know, if you're experienced and you're looking to tighten up some of your technique. There's five things that you need to be aware of uh, that's gonna help you make sure that every rep, every set, and every session you you go to and perform is going to be effective and efficient. What I've seen in the gym has been quite interesting to me. I've seen individuals heaving lots of weight, either too heavy or they're just moving weight for the sake of moving it, thinking that they are building muscle. So you, you may have seen this yourself, people using, say, the seated row machine where they're moving their arms, trying to giving the impression that they're working their back. But if I, based on what I can see, I can tell that they are most, mostly working their arms or any supporting uh, muscle groups that have nothing really to do with their back. They're not focused on the primary target, put it that way. We have sloppy technique where it's either poor, poorly taught, or uh, very dangerous. And a good example is a deadlift where you see people who, are, who haven't been taught correct form, where they haven't been taught how to push out their chest and rotate their hips so their bum sticks out. And that way you get a nice flat back. They haven't been taught to uh, hinge from the hip, you know, rotate from the hip, not pull with their back. And push and put all the energy into the floor so it recruits the leg muscles or the hamstring muscles and glutes rather than them trying to lift it with their arms and their back. And I've seen that with personal trainers teaching sloppy technique to individuals, uh, but I've also seen dangerous technique at machines or free weights. And with all of that, the people are using supporting muscles to move the weight, uh, and they're not focused on the muscles that need to be activated that are corresponding with the movement itself. So if you're doing a bent over a row, or a seated row is another example, uh, or even a bench press. Say with a bench press, you know the focus is in the chest, 
but I've seen people focus on their triceps and their and their uh, anterior deltoid, their, the front of their shoulders, and they're using those smaller muscles to push heavier weight instead of focusing on lifting or pushing from the chest, which is obviously a larger muscle. And just from these little things, their gym sessions, their reps, their sets, and their gym sessions is inefficient and ineffective. And the last thing that I've noticed is that they're not focusing on recruiting the right muscle fibers, or they're not connecting to the fibers, which is uh, in harmony with or in connection with the previous the previous point that I've just made about recruiting supporting muscles rather than the main primary muscles that's related to the exercise. So I thought I'll share with you my five important principles to gain muscle. And the first one is mind-muscle connection. This term has been thrown around the fitness industry for a while, but those who truly understand it often use this term. As that is, is that you are to focus with your mind on the muscle that you are working while you're performing the exercise. You're literally focusing all of your energy into one muscle group and while you're turning off all of the supporting muscles. So let's take a, a bicep curl for example, and you can do this while you're listening, uh, if you're if you're available to, is you know put your arm down by your side, make it straight. Now I want you to clench your fists really tight, and I want you to tense your biceps and curl. Bring your hand up to your shoulder, and I want you to think about and feel what muscles are being recruited as you perform that movement from a straight arm to a bent arm. If you can feel your hand clenching, if you can feel the front of your shoulders tense or even your triceps, the back of your arms, your forearms and even your biceps, you may feel multiple muscle groups being activated. So I want you to relax your arm and I want you just to focus, just think and focus on the bicep. It's almost like you're imagining the bicep in your mind and I want you to squeeze and contract that bicep as hard as you can and let that move your forearm and your hand towards your shoulder. Give it a go. Give it, give it some time. Practice that. You may feel a complete difference where the rest of your arm is turned off or not as activated until you've mastered the skill. And you just feel it, the majority of the tension or, or all of the tension and contraction in the bicep. And that's what I mean by mind-muscle connection is that every rep, every set that you are doing and whatever exercise you are focusing on the muscles that need to be activated and you're turning off the supporting muscles um, so they, they are, they're not taking the load the main muscle is. Mind-muscle connection in itself is one of the most important, if not the most important principle because without, the, without it, then essentially you go back to all of the things that I've found in the gym with others who are trying to build muscle and heaving weight, moving weight, sloppy technique, recruiting, supporting muscles, they're not they're inefficient and effective. The second principle is maximum muscle contraction. So as we go through the bicep example, as you contract the bicep, thinking of the bicep with your mind, connecting there, you squeeze or you contract as hard as you possibly can to recruit as many fibers as possible. Over time, that contraction will get stronger and stronger, and you'll be able to recruit more and more fibers. When you're first starting out, you may find that your 
conditioning or your ability to contract muscle for a period of time in your gym session may be quite small. So for example, you may last 15 to 20 minutes if you're really focusing and you're fresh and you're new into uh, bodybuilding or, or however you want to put it. It's essentially bodybuilding. As you get better, as your muscles develop, as your nervous system, uh, um, the nervous system develops, you will be able to contract harder and longer and therefore your workout sessions will become a lot more intense and you'll be able to uh, recruit more fibers and do more exercise because you're getting more conditioned. The third thing that I want to talk about is acceleration or intensity. So when you're moving the weight, you're doing the bicep curl, your, your mind is connected, you're squeezing as, as hard that, that muscle as hard as possible. Now you want to get a bit of rhythm and a bit of acceleration. Uh, acceleration. You want some explosiveness with it, intensity. You, you want to be intentional with every movement. It's, it's like you're uh, urgent to get the set done. It's, it's an urgency type of feeling where you're just relentless and going for it. You're intense, you're focused, you're just moving that weight, focusing on trying to make the muscle contract as hard as possible, not giving it much time to rest. That's intensity, that's the acceleration part of it. When you can get intense, you're trying to be intense and controlled at the same time. The, the sloppy technique comes when you're just moving weight and heaving weight and losing control. Once your technique goes out of, out of the window and you're starting to get sloppy, the set is over. It's all about keeping good form, good technique while taking it to the maximum amount of intensity or acceleration as you possibly can. So remember that the key is good technique or proper technique and um, not being sloppy or losing control of yourself and the movement. The fourth principle is technique. Again, it's going back to good posture, great posture. So if you're doing a deadlift or if you're doing a bent over row, you've got a nice flat back, the chest is pushed out to give your thoracic spine a nice flat, strong structure. Then you have your hips rotated forward, your glutes sticking out. So then you've got a nice flat back. All of the tension in your uh, hamstrings and your glutes you know, very little tension in your uh, in your back, just enough to hold structure. And then when you're performing the technique, you're pushing from your legs, holding structure with your core, pushing all of the energy, recruiting all of the leg muscles, the hamstrings and the glutes, pushing into the ground, using that force to rotate your upper body to a standing position. You can watch tons of videos on YouTube and you'll see that. Um, but that's what I mean by good technique. When you're doing your bench press, for example, or shoulder press, you've got a nice strong posture, a nice strong structure. You're not leaning too far back, um, putting pressure on your lower, lower part of your spine. You know, there's, it's just making sure that you're safe, but you are in position to gain the most strength and also perform uh, at your best during that set. The last thing I want to talk about is angles. Angles is really important to me. And what I mean by angles is that you're, is that you're performing different muscle, uh, different exercises for 
the same muscle group in a variety of different angles. So we'll take um, chest for example. We'll take chest for example. We have a flat bench. We have an incline, a decline. We have flies that come from the outside in. And if you're using a cable, you have cable coming from high, mid, and low. You have different hand positions. So you can have your palms facing down, palms facing up, and all of the different angles in between. Each angle gives you a different response or gives the muscle a different stimulation or response. And I find it very, very useful to mix it up with different angles. You know, choosing, say, if you're doing a, a dumbbell de um, a dumbbell bench press, you might choose uh, an incline that's quite high, maybe 50, 60 degrees, and then you might work down 45 degrees, 30 degrees, and then flat. And then you might change your hand position from palms facing away from you, and then you might rotate a 45 degree in, and then palms facing each other, all the way rotating to palms facing you. So you, all these different angles produce different, recruits different parts of the muscle, and therefore gives different stimulation and effect. So angles I find are very important, not only in keeping a good variety of exercise, but hitting the muscle in the variety of different angles. Essentially, that's what it is. That's what it is, as it allows you to hit it from different angles and provide a different stimulation to the muscle fibers. And as you shock the muscle because it's not a, it wasn't prepared for that particular angle or grip, or hand position, or um, your upper body is in a, a different angle. If you're doing bent over rows, for example, um, it just allows that muscle to then have a reason to adapt. So that's that's my spiel on how to build muscle, the five main principles that I use to build solid muscle. And if you, it'll take you some time to implement that. I mean, as you focus on one principle at a time, you'll master that and you will, it, the, the connection will get stronger, the contractions will get stronger, the intensity will, will grow, and then you will develop you, uh, different angles and techniques and posture you will know, have a very effective and a very efficient rep set and session and that's what it's all about so each time you go into the gym you know that every rep every set and every session is building solid muscle so i'd love to hear your comments i'd love to know any if you have any questions or what you what you've learned from this uh, episode please comment below or send me an email Aaron at AaronOsman.com. Um, please connect with me on Facebook at uh, Aaron Osman fan page or on Instagram at Aaron N. Osman. Um, it's been a pleasure to share with you my five principles for building muscle. Uh, I, I can't wait to hear how that has changed the way that you train in the gym. And uh, may your gym sessions be effective and efficient. And that may your muscles grow from implementing these five principles for building muscle. Until next episode, take care. This is Aaron Osman. Peace.